sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. A little bit under the weather. You probably hear my voice there. I'm fighting a cold. Oh, fuck. Yeah. A little raspy, eh? Yeah, it's not ideal. I mean, last weekend, I went to go uh, visit my ex. We're on good terms, and I got to see her son, who, like, I still, you know, I still care about the kid, and he's a good boy. But then he had, like, the beginning effects of a cold, and then that little bastard licked my face, and here we are right now. I'm fighting <laughs> a cold. That's but- always fun. Yeah, you know those those kids, man. You spend a little bit of time with them. Next thing you know, you're fucking out for the count. They definitely don't understand boundaries. No, man. But hey, all he did was beat me up all weekend, and then just you know, essentially, all he did was beat me up all weekend. I, I believe you. That's pretty much hanging out with any little kid. What? How old is he? Four. Oh, geez, yeah. That's and then yeah. he would get upset when I didn't want to fight him. I'm like, no, man. <laughs> I'm not fighting you. You're four. The energy level is high with the four-year-olds. Like, like if you like, I will punch your chest through your back. Be careful, man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So we just coming off the uh, hockey pool that we've been talking about. How you feeling about your team? I'm okay with it. I think um, you never I, know what's going to happen. Obviously, but I can't believe you got the first round pick and then to get I was happy with that. Yeah, it's a, fucking... it's a catch 22, though, because you get the first pick and then you get the 24th pick, too. So it's like yeah. it kind of flip flops. You see your first guy really has to fucking shine for you. Yeah, you're almost better being 12th in ways because then you'd guarantee two like pretty decent players. But yeah, or like maybe like eighth or something, you know, but I'm happy with the team. It was fun uh, picking it and it'll be fun to watch how it all develops. Oh, yeah, it'll be really good. And then you got your uh, introduction to Paul. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Pretty short, like, obviously, because we're like, hey, man, hey, man. Yeah, but it was all business. We'll have to have him on the pod for sure and do the full interview. Yeah, that will be good. It was nice to have you both a part of it. I mean, Who was it that called out that we were, he was our cousin, too? Um, I don't know. Someone noticed that right away, probably in the face. Oh, I think, like, I we got called out because I was calling collusion on Morgan and Sam because they're in the same room together. So I was calling collusion and then yeah. Hogan was calling out collusion. Cause I have, I invited family members into the pool. So now we've got <laughs> like three sides in the pool and then the legendary uncle John. Indeed. No, it's always good when you have McDavid on your side. I'll say that you got yeah. Matthews. So, you, you know, know, Matthews, third ain't I, bad. No, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at my team. Honestly, yeah. I think, uh, I think they're, put them together i think we're gonna get some serious points and we'll see what happens indeed i'm excited for the uh point adventure yeah no exactly I i'm so happy sorry Go i'm ahead. just so happy that i don't have to cheer against mcdavid because i was worried about that like if he fucking isn't on my team then i gotta all season be like fuck stop getting so many points man yeah but, but then but also you got you didn't get dry cycle either so no like you're gonna have that it's like the the few times that they do play together usually when one gets a point the other one's not far behind so you're gonna get points for mcdavid and then the the guy like who has dry settles can be getting points yeah for sure which is it is what it is yeah 
Someone got Hyman too, which I feel is a great fucking pick. I wanted to scoop him up, but yeah, but the thing you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, right? If no. you have essentially just the Edmonton Oilers, then what are you doing? Yeah, it's true. I got three at least four, four yeah. Oilers. So my team is very Oiler heavy. <clears throat> yeah, I got a few Oilers. I mean, I went with the Darnell Nurse. He didn't let me down last season. No, he's a good player. Yeah, and then Better fucking uh, be good for what we signed him for. Yeah, you stole <laughs> Paul Jarvi from me. I was gonna take him right after when it was my turn, but you you took him from right underneath me. Yeah, he well, you'll he'll be on the top line, and he's got two seasons deep playing with McDavid now and Hyman in adding the mix. I think he'll do okay. Yeah, so no, it's gonna be a fun pool, and then like it's a good group of guys. I like who's in it, and then I know like most, of, I know like ninety eight percent of the group, so it's a. Uh, it's a good group of guys to be in. So there's going to sure. be some shit talking. There's going to be, yeah. there's going to, it's going to be fun. As far as like drafts go, I feel like it was very fluidic too. You know what I mean? There was a couple times where everyone has the selects, the guy that wasn't taken, but it was like quick, you know, it was pretty mm-hmm. good process. Well, very it took an well hour and a half, to be honest with you. I thought it took a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. It wasn't bad at all. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, did you hear from Uncle John yet? Is he happy with his team? Has he started talking I haven't heard back? back. I haven't heard back from him. I will message him live right now while we oh, record perfect. and see what he has to say. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm really stoked about this hockey pool. Like, now that we have 12 guys in it, it's like a serious fucking pool and, like, some big money can be won. And then with all the rules that we got going on, eventually you're going to be adding in money into the pot. So it'll be exciting to see uh, what happens going forward. For sure. The people who are desperate, like... I can't fucking do it. I can't fucking do it. I gotta get well, yeah. Rid of these well, guys. we got like Crosby went in like the third or fourth round, right? And I was I was surprised by that. I thought he would go a little bit later, considering he's going to be starting with an injury. Yeah. And then Evgeny Malkin, who I know is going to be out for like three months, got picked later. I'm yeah. I was surprised he wasn't like a last pick kind of thing. Yeah, it was it was kind of tough in those ones because it's a gamble. If they come back and they're strong and they're on fire, then it'll be good. Yeah. Um, John said yes. He is happy with his team. Good. I'm, I'm glad, and I hope he doesn't think we're all a bunch of fucking rapscallions in the the league. We'll hear from him. <laughs> I'm sure. No, it'll be fun. He's all about that uh, competition. So, yeah, right on. So, um, had the interview on Monday, and I think it went well. I have uh, heard rumor that I passed. I don't have like a for sure answer so i have a, a buddy who's already at the pei station who asked the union rep who was part of my interview how i did and he said i passed now i don't know what the next steps are i have to wait till everything's like online and official but hopefully things are in moving in the right order to move in place to get out of vancouver and move on to the to the next city yeah so that's awesome I'm, I'm happy about that i don't uh don't be confused by the tone of my voice i'm <laughs> Just a little under the weather, but no, I'm really stoked about the things that are happening and all that. So I'm it's exciting for I'm excited for you, man. Having the opportunity to go to somewhere that you've dreamt of going and living yeah. a good life there, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people I've known who've moved to the east have had a little bit of a hard time cracking into the circles that exist down there, but I know that you are not that guy who would have a hard time at all. Like as far as people I know who, who could move East and succeed and have a great circle within a short period of time. I'm sure that's you, you know what I mean? Right. And I already have like a buddy who's there and, um, 
and he's gonna like he's buying a house relatively soon and i'm gonna move in there and there's another guy who works for a cat who came from vancouver who's also gonna move in there okay. so we're all gonna have like a former vancouver air canada yeah. house kind of going a good little circle to start with That's yeah nice. it's a good way to like start in it and then go on from there like i don't know how long i'll stay in the same house but you know it's a it's getting my foot in the door and then eventually like i'm going to be making a decent wage and who knows maybe i'll be able to buy my own home in a matter of year or two yeah that'd be amazing i I haven't looked i know like in the past i looked at nova scotia the housing market is the housing market like super awesome down there where it's not like really really expensive still yeah it's uh it's reasonable sweet no that's awesome it makes it easier to live you know down there yeah, man, it's all you want, right? Is uh, just have a steady income and then, uh, you know, a decent roof over your head, right? Yeah, not to mention the scenery down there. Like, it, everyone who I know who's been is like, it's so beautiful and like breathtaking. And seeing that kind of stuff to be inspired all the time is great. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. And then, I like, everyone tells me that the winters are going to be rough, but I'm fucking ready for that. I'm, I'm not scared of uh, no cold winter. I, I feel like if I can survive a winter in Edmonton, I can survive a winter anywhere. Yeah, PEI winters, I don't know. I They get the big dumps, right? Like Boston, where you'll be like, no snow, eight feet of snow the next day. But then yeah. it's like decent again after that, as far as I know, yeah. right? So Yeah, one of the things I'm going to have to invest in is like a truck with decent winter tires and four by four drive. Like, I think that's going to be a necessity for just getting from point A to point B. For sure. Maybe a rain jacket just to be safe. Oh, yeah. Well, a really good winter one will do me just nicely. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. sweet, man. No, it's exciting. I'm glad that you're uh, heading ha- heading down the path now, you know? Yeah. And you know what? It got me thinking about, like, the paths you take, right? So, like, um, like you know, I'm looking at, like, when I moved to Vancouver and, like, the reasons why I moved to be with someone. But now I got this job. And now this job is allowing me to do this next step. So where I really want to be is in the East Coast. It, again and now it's allowing me it's like and i didn't have this job when i lived in edmonton i didn't have like i don't know i probably would have probably found another way of going about it but i really like the route i'm taking to do this for sure it's crazy the way life is when you look back like and see the way that certain decisions certain days meant something that you didn't realize they meant at the time you know yeah so it's a very interesting path especially like when you throw in the you know the pandemic and stuff the getting involved like that happening i think was also kind of clutch to me going out east as well because uh, if the pandemic didn't happen i'd probably still be with my my ex not that that would be a, a bad thing it's just it's 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 crazy how things work out is what i'm trying to say yeah definitely it's fun to be able to look at that and it's also interesting when you're moving forward in life making different decisions you're like Will I look back at this decision and be like, man, you nailed it? Or will I be like, man, you didn't nail it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it went so much better in my head. I thought this was going to go so much differently. Yeah, I have those times sometimes just trying to go to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have fucking gone today. No, man, mistake. That's yeah, fun. That's a fun part of life is it's you just don't know what the next day is going to bring. You know what I mean? Oh, no, that's the that's the fun part, right? You don't know what's going to happen. I'm in the process right now of getting my passport because I've never had it before. And I'm like just about over the hump for getting it. You know what I mean? Just got to go down and do the re- final bit of business. Yeah. But I'm planning on 
looking at going on a trip to Mexico in the spring. Nice, man. Like going to an all all inclusive and I'm excited for that. I've never left the country. You know what I mean? And to have an opportunity to I've do never been on an airplane before. No, no. I, it's going to be big. Like I'm excited. I think you should drop some serious cash and then like go first class. Like That'd make, your fir- make your first flight experience a fucking experience. I know. I've thought about that too. And like, I'm worried because I'd, I'd never been on the plane. I don't know the fucking rules of the plane. Not yeah. to mention, well, I'm learning a little bit because you told me some stuff not to fucking do. And yeah. I can't wait. If I say, I'm going to like book the middle seat just to fucking fight for those arms. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I think you should drop some serious cash. Make it That's like a good idea. Class. What is serious cash? I don't know. What is like a, what's the, say, if you're saying a regular fight, flight would be $100, what would a first class then ticket be based on that scale? uh like probably like 600 700 yeah that's hot but i'm also talking out of my ass and and i'll be honest with you i haven't paid full price for a flight in like five years yeah fair enough so but i think if you spoke to if you're going to mexico i think you go through a travel agent you can probably fandangle a deal kind of thing where you get like a better room and a better that so then like you get this like for two people three thousand dollar package yeah and it's like you get an elite room and you get an elite flight and then like everything you're doing is just elite yeah that's pretty hot yeah are you gonna are you gonna bring your uh metal detector to mexico that would be fun i don't know though it would i feel like it would take up time that i don't have and also like i don't know that there's a lot of gold that's going to be sitting around the resort you know what i mean no. So I'm like, I don't know if I'd go that route. Also, but if you don't I want to go- be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm going to like the jungle or something, I'm going to bring it. Because it's, if it's an unexplored region, that'd be fun to bring it. Because what's, cool, looking- what's cool about like these like resorts and stuff is that you can book a nice like excursion, um, you know, outside of the resort where you get to see some shit and experience some stuff. Yeah. And those are always good. Like when we went to Jamaica for Deanna's wedding, we did this... Uh, hike up a waterfall i can't remember the name of it but the 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 views were beautiful the water was nice i recommend getting some water shoes like if like do some shit like do your best to like do as much stuff as you can book like a couple's massage for you and crystal definitely Um, if you can go on like a boat ride like i went snorkeling for the first time when i was in jamaica with paul it was like a thing he always did and i just like went with him it was fun just say yes to shit it's funny, like, you know, we were talking with friends and stuff like that about <coughs> traveling. And I have like Kieran and Andrea who travel like comfortably, usually, you know what I mean? Like they do their excursions, but they like to be not in the wilderness. And then I have my other buddy, Dwayne, who's like, I'm going to go to the middle of this jungle in Thailand with this pocket knife and I'll see you in three months. You know what I mean? Like completely opposite type of travelers. And we were talking about like trying to coordinate a trip and it would just be interesting to bring someone with you like that too. Who's like, no, I want to meet people. I want to like sleep on a sleep in the dirt. I want to like really feel this city or this place. I don't want to stay in a resort. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it'd be fun to do that trip too. You know? I think like there's two ways of going about it. Like what I do is like if I'm at a resort, then I'm pure resort Thomas. Like I'm all about like I wake up, give me a cup of coffee and an alcoholic beverage. And then like there's some adventures to be had. Like I'll do that. But I also like like I'm also here for a massage and a good time. Yeah. 
But if I'm I'm visiting a city, if I'm visiting a city, like if I'm taking like a weekend trip and I'm going like when I went to New Orleans, like let me like I'll walk all over the place. Let me see what the city has to offer. Let me do what you guys let me see what you guys got to do here. Like, let me like you have a sports team. Let's check out a game. Let's like you guys got this. Let's check that out. You guys got museums. I'll go to museums. I fucking love museums. Like for sure. I do like one thing that you're like what you're saying there um when we went to Drumheller, instead of booking a hotel we booked an airbnb and so you mm. get into a neighborhood and you like see just how the people live their daily lives too and what yeah. they do not that fucking it's so different from here to Drumheller. but that's yeah. a, like a way of doing it too is you dive into a neighborhood and you're like oh shit that's where that pub is and you know what i mean yeah, like you get it, a real feel for the vibe of that neighborhood for, right? for like that weekend you live there kind of thing yeah like, exactly i kind of like, like that feeling that trip too but I, yeah. i'm excited at the idea of a all-inclusive where i can just fucking relax and yeah, to be honest like you probably need some r&r anyway like it's been a stressful year for a lot of people and then for like, sure all you want to do is probably kick up your feet and yeah, yeah. having and something then, to look forward to is nice too right because oh definitely it's been hard through the pandemic like i always go to two concerts a year and like events 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 like at least one a month of something yeah and now it's been a long time without anything or very few things or i look forward to things and then they get canceled last minute and i'm like yeah. fuck and who knows man maybe you might like see what the style of life is in mexico and you guys might like make your wedding a um like a, a like a lope in mexico or make yeah. it like a what are they called a destination wedding yeah that's what my sister originally wanted to do but then the pandemic happened for sure we talk about like there's so many options with that kind of thing and at the end of the day it's about you and the person you're marrying not about what like the rest of the world thinks or wants or and it's tough you know those situations but i'm just excited like getting a different view of the planet earth if that Mm. makes sense you know like i've traveled canada seen lots of canadians I've worked with a lot of guys from Mexico, but I've never like had the opportunity to go there. Yeah, man. I think that's, I think I'm all for it, man. Go for the adventure. Have a fun time. Depending on where we go, I still know people who live in Mexico too. So like if we're at a resort and we're in a city where there's somebody that like I'm pretty close with, I might look that <coughs> up too and be yeah. like, what's happening? Show me some real Mexico. I, I do recommend Jamaica though. When like when we went, Deanna's wedding and yeah. we had the best time and then it was like the best food I've gone I haven't been to Mexico but I've been to Cuba and the food was always like I've heard bad things about Cuban food so, sometimes it's good but it's the buffets that you got to be careful for like you're going to yeah. probably get a spout of diarrhea and you're just going to have to power through that <laughs> yeah that happens Mexican food like I love the palate down there and I know like what kind of tacos to order and that excites me like I really pastor tacos and squadero talk like anything if i can find a taco stand i'm set obviously you worry about like the sanitization of it all but you just gotta take a leap of faith and hope that the best way to deal with that is just not worry about it yeah i agree just don't worry about it just fucking talk to your bacteria in your stomach be like we got this man yeah yeah let's go immune system yeah yeah but no, no I, man, that's that's exciting stuff. You have an idea of when you're gonna go? Uh, no, no exact idea yet. But sometime, ideally, would be when it's still shitty here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like still in the midst of winter. So like March when second winter hits. And you're yeah, just like, exactly. Fuck this noise. That would be nice. Yeah. And then like or February where it's like you really don't have a whole lot going on in February usually. 
you know what february lasts so long like i know it's only like 28 days and 29 it it like how the fuck is it still february every winter like we're gonna probably yeah. talk about this come february and we're just like how the fuck is it still february <laughs> is it like is this an accurate statement didn't we start our podcast in february no we started our podcast in may may oh jesus christ sorry i don't know why yeah. i had it february this is episode yeah. 27 my man like we are like we're not that like like we're still really new yeah i guess so okay yeah. i felt like it was february all right man i don't know why but all right <laughs> at least one of us is on top of it oh yeah man yeah like may something it was like the end i guess of like with a weekly podcast you can kind of just count back the weeks I actually i think first. we may have gotten started in fucking april to be honest with you yeah i'm just speaking words now i'm like i don't math yeah. i should math because i like math yeah man april 10th was our first episode we've been Crazy. going since april it's a pretty good run. Pretty good run so far, sir. Yeah, man. It's been going pretty good. Yep. It's exciting. That link I sent you there where it was saying that we're in the top five percentile of podcasts in the world for listens and downloads. That's pretty interesting. I I, I want to see that link. I want to know more about it. See how accurate it is. Yeah. Because like I don't know how we check our um, our uh, analytics all that well, to be honest. like I just use like the two platforms we're normally on, which is Spotify and uh, Apple, and then uh, what I see from our RSS feed. So, I mean, I think we're doing okay. We seem to have yeah. listeners. We get a like an email or two every other week. I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not upset with it. No, that's for sure. It's good times. Yeah, man, it's a fun thing. To, it's a fun thing we're doing, and I, I like it. And like you know, we saw Paul today. He listens to the podcast every week. You know, that's yeah, fucking stellar. It's funny too, like we said. You know, people are getting to know us through our podcast too, which is super fucking fun. Yeah, man, it's it's the best. It's, eventually, I hope a complete stranger will be like, "Are you Tom Science?" So he says <laughs> the story. I'm like, "Fucking right, I am." That's what's yeah. up. That'll be fun for sure. I know you got buddies <laughs> in Edmonton, so it'd be like. He could set me up and I know he's going to be here at this fucking time. Yeah, no, exactly. I just hope I don't like get too excited and, you know, it would be hilarious if you're more excited than the fan is. Yeah. Like try and get them to sign my tits or something like, oh, yeah. Can can I get a picture with you? (laughs) I don't know. Like we talked about with uh, McDavid being an avid listener to the podcast. I'll want a photo with him, right? When he comes up to me to be like, holy fuck, it's Sean's eyes. She says, and I'll be like, dude, I just drafted you first in the hockey pool. I need a photo with you. Yeah. 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 We'll I can't wait to find that out. If McDavid listens to our podcast, like send us an email, man. Connor, what's up? We're all fans here. I've been watching for cardboard cutouts around the city, but I haven't found any yet. Uh, <laughs> you can probably go online for that, my friend. Yeah. I'll talk to someone about Photoshopping. I don't yeah. know. There's got to be a way. Yeah. Um. So I have been getting so deep into Deep Space Nine, no pun intended. <laughs> um fuck is it awesome i don't know why i put it off this this long and like the bridge from season three to season four is holy fuck it's awesome Mm -hmm. this whole like dominion wars and all that stuff and then the klingons like scrapping the peace treaty and then bringing in wharf holy fuck is this awesome the alpha quadrants really like in chaos at the time hey yeah and like so 
I know that it takes place like just before Star Trek Generations, and then we bring in Worf and like, sorry about the Enterprise and how it got like fucked up. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh yeah, it did get fucked up in Generations. And then you're just like, so now that I know that like first contact's about to happen, I'm waiting to see if Cisco sends like Worf and a crew on the Defiant to go fight the Borg. Can I tell you what happens there? I mean, just give it's me a yes. Bad. Just, just give me a yes or a no if like it's gonna happen. Like it's I want to know. Happen. It's not gonna happen the way I want it to. Zero fucking mention, and that was such. They robbed us of like a DS9 Borg interaction. Like you guys, can't you fucking be on the same studio for this shit? Can you give me something? Like really? zero fucking mention. You just see Warf show up in first contact. He's got the Defiant, tough little ship, little, and that's it. And you're like, dude, like come on, come on. At least give us that fucking scene. Like, literally the first episode of fucking D-Space 9, you see Cisco and fucking uh, Picard. Like, Cisco is not happy with Picard. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't give a shit if you were assimilated by the Borg. You killed my wife, motherfucker. You can yeah. see it in his face. And then, anyways, I just get upset about that because they could have given us something. You could have Cisco be like, I don't want to send the Defiant. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could have had a whole scene. They don't do it. I was like, I was looking so forward to it because there's like little mentions here and there. Like they acknowledge the stuff and all that. They brought in Thomas Riker and I was fucking amazed (laughs) by that episode. Wasn't it good? Like so dark though too, right? I hope they free him. Don't, don't, no spoilers. No spoilers. I'll let you watch the series. Yeah, but I hope that there's like a, like they save him from uh, Cardassian space or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a powerful show in a lot of different ways. There's so many like great episodes to come. I think Deep Space Nine. There's like a long stretch of I would say eight or nine episodes. I'll tell you after you watch it, where it's like solid, 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 and there's few stinkers in the mix, and that's what I like about it too. I want to watch an interview with Avery Brooks just so I can get a tone of what his real voice is, because sometimes it sounds like he's just like overacting a little bit yeah just the and i don't care for they like it's just the i don't know just he's very powerful though there's like, a lot of emotion there you yeah know, like there shouldn't be that much emotion there's just the yeah no i get it man like yeah that fucking sucks <laughs> i think that he's just that kind of guy like too when you see he really paints the situation you get like a lot of avery brooks in it yeah i don't know as as every Star Trek show ages, like it gets better and better as the seasons pass. That's and, that that's for sure, man. Like this has only gotten better as the, it, but it's also kind of like stuck to its roots. Like everyone's still iffy around the Cardassians. Everyone's still like the, you don't forget about the the past. But as the story continues, it's fucking amazing where they're going. And then they just had the episodes of. Um, where they went to earth because they think that there's uh changelings on earth and then they want to create a martial law on earth and you're just watching it and watching it and you're just like holy fuck and then you get they want people to get blood tested to prove that they're not changelings and you're just like holy fuck this is so relevant to what's going on right now with the pandemic yeah like, we want you to get this vaccine. Oh, I don't want the vaccine. You're impeding p- on my freedoms. We need you to get blood tested. Make sure that your blood is human and not changeling. You're like, I don't want to fucking give you my arm. Like, impeding on my freedoms. And you're just like, man, like they're ahead of the time of like what's going on right now. It's fucking nice to see. 
Yeah, it's funny when you see like things like that where you're like, man, did they just make this? Because it fucking sure lines up with what's happening. Right? But it's also the foresight of knowing about human beings. And that's one great part about Star Trek is it it knows it's humans in certain lights. Yeah. It, it's like, it's just so good. Like, I, I can't believe it took me this long to get to it. Like, I always just like, you know, just brushed it off. And I did the same thing with Voyager and I ended up fucking loving Voyager. Yeah. So. It's a wild ride. And like, I don't know, it's I, I like, I'm so jealous of ways that you haven't seen it. And it's awesome when you get to save these fandoms for later, but there's just certain quintessential ones. Once you're watching it, once you're into it, you're like, holy fuck like it's good like you can re-watch it too i'm sure already like you've seen where you're like i might go back and re-watch this at some point yeah. again because it's that good it's hard for me because i feel like you're burning through it so quickly that it's mm-hmm. like dude like take some time to savor it <laughs> well see that's the thing it's like it's not even like i want to savor it it's just the i need to know what happens now <laughs> please continue yeah. please tell me more of this i need to know like I need to get to these fucking episodes when the Dominion started happening and we get to like Odo's people and all that shit. Yeah. Like I am so into it. For sure. How do you feel about Garrick? I go back and forth on how I feel about Garrick. Yeah. Every episode he's in, I go like, oh, look, it's Garrick. And I go like, fucking Garrick. Why you got to be that guy all the time? Like the James <laughs> Bond episode. I was yeah. so annoyed with Garrick. That's completely understandable. Fuck, that was a dope, and I love that it was Bashir that's like playing the James Bond role. Like, God, it was just awesome. He nails that for sure. Oh. I like the Garrick episode in season two. I think it is when he's got like the thing in his head, giving himself drugs just to stand being around humans because of the stench and being cold all the time. And like, yeah. that's when his character really started to like. You got a feel for who he was, you know? Yeah, but I also love that he's always lying. Yeah. Even when he's like lying, he's also kind of telling the truth a bit. It's unbelievable. Like yeah, it's, it's just it's good writing, and like you got to kind of like be on your toes all the time. For sure. No, it's a good show. I mean, you're just about to enter like the best best parts of it as the series continues. Like, it's a hard one for me to pick a favorite season. Three's pretty good. Four's great. Five's great. Six great. Seven great. It's the introduction of Worf has just made everything so much better. I was worried. I didn't know how they were going to do it. Yeah. What a great way. Hey, like a war with the Klingons. We need like who better than to help us deal with this Klingon mess than bringing in our very own Klingon. Yeah. And he's just a badass. Like Michael Dorn's great. Oh yeah. I understand why you don't want to just meet him when he's not within makeup because he's fucking amazing. Yeah, I know. I fucked that one up. I stand by it a little bit. I wasn't going to pay for a picture with someone who's just like some dude, but I don't know. But you'd know. You'd yeah. know. I would know. And like, I don't know. I just don't feel right about it still. But I li- I, I'd like to meet him though and be like, hey, what's up? And like, talk to him about it and be like, don't you think you should wear the wharf makeup? But he'd probably fucking cue you up. I'm pretty sure he would destroy you for those words. Just like, <laughs> I'm a man. Okay. I am not. Worf, I am Michael Dorn. I've acted <laughs> other places. Okay. My voice was used in gargoyles, motherfucker. I played um Richard Castle's therapist in Castle. All right. I have <laughs> acted. I like that, but I don't want a picture with Richard Castle's psychiatrist. <laughs> or just his voice for that matter, either. I don't know how you'd capture. He's one of the photo. best voices of all time. He does have a great voice. 
it's, it's hilarious to me is if you go back to gargoyles like 50 percent of that cast is like TNG. tng yeah 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 definitely I, I imagine the creator must have been on star trek at some point like a writer or a, you know what i mean they had yeah. some connection there i'm sure i haven't looked into the connection but there's got to be a fucking connection there what I also find, uh, there's a particular actor, the guy that played Zephram Cochran in um, First Contact. Yeah. Something Cromwell. I can always forget his first name. Um, he is in an episode of everything, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. he's probably the most famous TNG uh, star, or just Star Trek fan because he's in two different episodes of TNG playing different characters. Yeah. He's in Deep Space Nine as an, in an alien in full, like, full makeup playing Hannock who uh, is from the Gamma Quadrant. He has a deal with... Uh, he has a deal with... Um, uh, what's his name? Quark. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he plays Zephram Cochran in First Contact. Like, this... I think this dude fucking loves Star Trek because he keeps showing up. Definitely. He gets to play Zephram Cochran, which is fucking sick. Yeah. But, like, that's a big fucking deal. And, like, he's, like, a big enough actor where you like... Like you don't need to be doing like a guest appearance on Deep Space Nine. Like you have yeah. to kind of want to be there. I think. Yeah, for sure. He's been around that like all of them. I was gonna ask you too. Uh, what did you think? Like, I don't know your level of understanding of the Mirror Universe, given that it was in the original series and then didn't appear in TNG and then appeared again in Discovery, which you've seen. Didn't, but didn't a Mirror Universe appear in TNG? Like, there's a universe where there is a battle, like. The, that was like another a different alternate universe with the enterprise c okay. where it like kind of shows a side of that but i don't know that that was the exact mirror universe it's where the enterprise c got trapped and back in time and tashi are like that episode yeah where like tashi yes. ends up living yeah in, in their universe and then she gets taken by romulans yesterday's enterprise that's what it's called that episode yeah. but yeah i i don't i don't know it could have been the mirror universe, but it didn't really feel like it. But it was a mirror universe anyways, but not the one that we seem to recurringly see. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think of those episodes? Of TNG or of the Deep Space Nine? I yeah, like well, them. all of them, to be honest. Well, those are some of my favorite world? episodes of TNG. Yeah. And then, but like those Deep Space Nine episodes, like I like I like, like, I like how they're doing it. Um, I feel for Cisco because like he gets to see his wife again, but it's not his wife and all that. Yeah. Um. I also like how they brought back O'Brien or Smiley and then like how they're doing it. I like, are there more of those episodes? Um, I can't recall or I can't confirm or deny that statement, Okay, but you'll have to wait and watch, but there's a lot of um, mirror universe episodes of discovery as well, which takes place way before all this shit. And yeah. then you got to watch Enterprise as well eventually, which, spoiler alert, there is a mirror section in that show as well, which nice. is done very nicely. So it, it all comes full circle when you watch all of it and know the like expansion of the whole universe, you know? Yeah. So unfortunately, I already know the ending of Enterprise, and that kind of bums me out. How do you mean? Well, like, they're just a holodeck experience. What do you mean? I don't know. That's completely make... inaccurate. No. No. Did doesn't you watch it? End... The... No, I didn't. But don't okay. doesn't it end with it being like Riker just going through hollow decks of the first Enterprise for research? No, the purposes? the final episode is like 
them looking in on history. So you're not, you're not right, but you're not wrong either in that sense, but it's hundred percent. Just people were a little disappointed with the ending of how they, the style of ending they chose to do instead of giving us what we wanted at the time. Okay. But it's still like, it doesn't tarnish the series because of the last episode. You know what I'm a little bit bummed about that we haven't gotten yet? We haven't gotten a, a non-human captain. Yeah. Now, I know that we have one kind of in Discovery. Sort of, yeah. But, like, all of the captains are human across the board. Yeah. Of all the main shows, that's for sure. I don't under... I think... There isn't a really a good reason other than maybe the actors were like, I'm playing the lead role. I don't want to have to be in the makeup all the time. <laughs> no, but like, I think that would be a dope thing to see. Like, I would watch a spinoff series of Warp when he probably turns down a captainship to go be a leader in the Klingon Empire. He wanted or, it so bad. Hey, he pitched like four he? different Star Treks to Rick Berman to try to get him to make it before Discovery got made. It was one of the shows in discussion as to being made, but they were like, no, man, we can't bank on that, sorry. And so he kept getting uh, shot that, down. That would have gotten my money, 100%. Yeah. Oh, me too, a million percent. There was like one where he would be joining the Klingon Empire, leaving the Federation, and just it being a show, his experience going through that. And the other yeah. one was if he was a captain of a Galaxy-class ship. Like, but I would watch that. Like, I think that'd Me be too. awesome watching, like the the tales of the first non-human captain of a starship in Starfleet. Yeah, one thing How, I'll say. No, 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 know who I would love to watch actually. Nog, the first Ferengi <laughs> non-human captain of a starship, uh, of a star star uh Starfleet starship. Yeah, that would have been fun for sure. There's so many like options in that direction. And I've always said like there could be a Star Trek show just called Star Trek race or the races or something and have like every episode be a completely new story. Yeah, there was an episode I want to th- I think is Voyager or TNG. I can't remember, but they kind of jump to the future. And then there's a Ferengi at the helm. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Is that Nog? I don't know exactly okay i can't say i can't confirm nor deny but you know what i'm talking about right yeah i think i do i think i do there's a lot of like uh interest in that kind of thing for sure yeah it must be a bitch to be a ferengi having to go through all that makeup every day though they have like a helmet but then they got to touch it all up yeah i it's the same thing like but i feel like that's also part of the fun like you can't sign up for something like that and not like know what you're getting into that's 100 percent true like even like the minor like bajoran makeup like you got to get the ridges on the nose and all that yeah they had long days on that show yeah but no it's good stuff man i'm glad mm-hmm. that you're watching it i'm excited for you like to see some of the upcoming episodes i'm so stoked i think it's gonna be uh I, like i just have high hopes and so now i'm in season four i got like three seasons left like what am i gonna fucking do now yeah you're on the over at like the far end of it now where you're like oh shit i only have this many left Fuck. Yeah. well like i know i'm gonna get into enterprise and then i can finally say i've watched all the star trek series yeah. maybe i'll maybe i might try to watch the og from beginning to end have you never not not like not beginning to end like i okay. think i've seen all of them but i don't know that i've watched it 
There's some really milky areas for sure, but some great episodes too, where it's just like good TV. It's just, there's other ones where you're like, holy fuck. Or like things that don't make fucking any sense where you're like, why did you go there? But it's just, yeah, it is what it is what it is. It's still damn good programming. Damn good TV. Yes. Yes. What do you think about Shatner going to space? October 14th here. It's about time he boldly goes there. No man's gone before. Yeah. How cool is that for him to be 90 years old and like going full circle in his life? All the opportunities that Star Trek brought him are now accumulating into the opportunity to go to orbit. Honestly, I'm pretty stoked for him. I mean, like, honestly, if he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't be doing it. Right. Yeah. So good for him, man. For sure. I definitely like I'm excited for that opportunity for him just to see how it all pans out. And it'd be fucking crazy if it blew up. I'm just going to say that here first on two sides of the story. It'd be fucking crazy if it blew up. We're like, Captain Cocktail! I'd be even more pissed off at the Edmonton Expo because he was supposed to come this year. And I could have like talked to him for the second time. But I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, I would be pissed off, too, if I was supposed to see him that summer. And then he died in a unnecessary space expedition. <laughs> but, unfortunate. Like, yeah. But I think this is going to go smoothly. I mean, they did the test run, right? Is Bezos that's doing this one? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I heard. It should be smooth, I'm sure. It'll be fine. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there just in case. Yeah. They're both going to hop on that penis shaped ship and just have a good time. I don't want to like become Nostrashanus. But we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I'll be Nostra Thomas and tell you right now that you're gonna be fine. <laughs> um, this other fucking... do you see this other cool thing in the news that they finally identified the Zodiac killer? I heard, but I haven't had the time to deep dive reading about it yet. Yeah, inform so, me. So I looked into this and it's this like group of like um like writers and former detectives that just like look into D de- uh like cold cases and stuff. Like apparently they solved the DB Cooper case of like how he was able to get away and all that stuff. Interesting. I haven't looked into. So I need to, me. I was like, fuck, tell me about that too. I yeah. know. <laughs> but so like they went in and then they just did all this. Uh, they went in on this cold case and they were able to uh, figure out who he was. Um, his name is like Gary post or something. Let me look it up real quick. Um because um, it's interesting stuff. So they yeah. ID they ID'd him as a um, a San Francisco native. Who, uh, let me see here. And he like passed away already, right? Yeah, he like, he died. He died in 2018, which is like all right, like we're a little bit late here. Yeah, but um, and then other people have come out to, to talk about this guy. Uh, saying like yeah no it makes sense and then he like said he was a zodiac killer but no one like took him like it's like an outrageous claim right at yeah. this point it was a claim to fame like from to back in the day right yeah so after all this um so it's a team of 40 or more uh former law enforcement investigators and journalists and military intelligence officers they went into it to 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 figure it out and then um it, yeah, his name is Gary F. Post, huh. and, and like this, like we can know, like like the Zodiac killer, like killed a whole bunch of people, and then like would taunt the police about it, and yeah, sent them stuff. letters, right, and then sent them like all these uh, like diagrams and stuff, like those the code, yeah, cryptic letters. 
But apparently once you know his name, that code is a lot easier to decipher and stuff. Huh. So it's, you know, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting thing that we can go so far. Like once you have enough people on it, you can figure it out. And yeah, it took 40 people of different uh, kinds of, in, of investigation experience. So it took like journalists, police yeah. officers, army intelligence who are retired and have nothing going on right now. It's going to gonna like, be a good documentary to watch. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then I guess we'll have to like look up the DB Cooper case uh, eventually to talk about it because I didn't even know that they solved that. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. I, I followed that case and I know like the ins and outs of it. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to hear how it was re- resolved. Yeah, it's just it's nuts to me because like I recently watched the Zodiac movie, like the the with Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey Jr. and all that, yeah. Mark Ruffalo, and now I want to rewatch it to see if like the guy that they claim is the killer if he's even in that movie or like yeah he's even a suspect interesting yeah i like when they do the cold case files and like with the way dna evidence is nowadays they can yeah. track things down a lot better and kind of hit the nail on the head with things yeah it's, a, it's a, like a difficult window to go down like i'm not really big on watching like humanity at its worst either yeah same so like i can watch like those shows or like law and order or stuff like that but then i need to take like a real good like mental break from it because i'm just like hey look at these people being awful to people (laughs) like i can't yeah i am the same way and i've like i've said this in the past i have too much empathy when it comes Mm. to shit like that like i just feel like terrible and think about what the people must have went through and it's not like why go there sometimes you know what i mean Mm. but it is interesting still like if i put on a podcast that's about a murder mystery or something or like a true cold case file or something Mm -hmm. it's hard to put it down once you like start getting into it you're just like holy fuck i need to know what happens like how's this gonna play out and it's so interesting right yeah it's crazy how this works like i have the article like it's a fox news article and take that with a grain of salt if you want but it's all over the place right now. Like, uh, like they invent, uh, they identified him. Um, I want, like, uh, I want to see if this. It's a pretty big deal. It, it's a huge deal. I just, I'm trying yeah. to figure out what it was. Um, the Zodiac killer has been connected to five murders that occurred from 1968 and 1969 in the San Francisco area. Unlike most serial killers, the Zodiac taunted authorities with complex ciphers and letters sent to the newspaper and law enforcement. The slangs have spawned books, movies, documentaries, and the years of an amateur professional sleuths have poured over the case in the efforts to amass the killer. In the decades since the first murder, many potential suspects have been investigated. I'm just trying to see, like, what was the main thing that made them come to this guy? Uh, the case is now saying that the identified Zodiac killer is Gary Francis Post, who passed away in 2018. The team years of digging uncovered of new forensic evidence and photos of from Post's stockroom. One image features scars on the forehead of Post that match scars on a sketch of the Zodiac, the, the team said. Yeah, so like, like huh. they're finding like different things Pieces. and similarities. And like later I find out that like he admitted it to a few people on his deathbed. But again, like if you told me that you were the son of Sam, I'd be like, okay, Sean, you're the son of Sam. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. With stuff like that, you don't, and especially if the people knew him since, because we're talking like 68 and 69. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's 50 years ago. You're not really thinking about that as like a reality, right? 
Mm-hmm. It's just something that's in the news, and you wouldn't, like you said, you take it as a grain of salt. Just like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, but now like there's more and evidence reporting on, and now that like they figured it out, I, it's too bad that like we didn't catch, they didn't figure this out while it was alive. Like they missed them by three years. Yeah, that's crazy. One I like uh, trail to put together though, like I said, when the documentary comes out, and they're like, these are the 800 reasons that we didn't see. Like you know, that'll be cool to watch to see how it all came he- together. Do you think he'll go down in history as like the most successful serial killer? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. It depends on what you consider with success. Because if you're talking like, well, you didn't most... go to prison for it, right? Well, but the most successful serial killer, I think, is a numbers game. Oh, you're talking about like stats, like murders yeah. per season. Kind of yeah, thing? like if you're going worst or best, you know what I mean. Like, I how many kills go... you get in a season versus? Okay, because like he kind of like just killed five people and then like got out. Yeah, yeah, which is like not a bad game. It's like someone who wins a championship and then retires early or something. Yeah, you know what I, but I'm can the other greats match it if they've won more championships? Yeah, but also like you got to take off points if you you go in for a couple kills and then you get caught. True. Like, like something should be said for like Charles Manson. Like not only did he kill people without physically doing it, like he was a fucking brainwasher and all these things. Yeah. The mystic side of it. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of stats. I don't know someone's probably broken it down. I'm yeah. sure somewhere. And we're like, we're like really pushing the edge of like, like we're not a true crime podcast either. We're no, just like I know. A couple we got into this like though. It's hard. <laughs> So, it, like, it's just a cool thing that happened, and I wanted to talk to you about it. I'm not like yeah. I'm not a big true crime guy, but like, even That's I know about the Zodiac Killer and the fact that they can identify him. Like, the big thing is that no one knew who he was. Yeah. No, so, it's pretty huge news. I'm excited yeah. to see like the months that follow what comes out about it. Yeah. Very and cool. maybe yeah, maybe they look through his estate and find like more evidence and stuff like that. Indeed. Yeah. So uh, we got another email, as you know. Yes. Um, it's from the old uh, Karen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit bummed that our mystery writer didn't write in this week. I was hoping that the, we'd be fandangling over a T-shirt or something. So <laughs> yeah, I was offer... surprised. Sorry? When you said that there was no email, because I hadn't checked the email account. And then when yeah. you said there wasn't, I was like, oh, like I kind of just expected it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit bummed. I hope you're doing okay. Like. I don't know. Maybe you had a rough week and didn't get to this week's episode or something. I don't know. Um, we just we missed you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good conversation starter. All right, yeah. here it is. Let's. <laughs> Hello, bros of Stalin and Flapjack. Wow, Karen. All right. He's an ass. That's funny. How yeah. the hell is it going? First, I'm glad Sean got my humor in the last message. I just wanted to repeat episode 13 again because I had it heard. I had heard that it had the highest ratings. It doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't. No, it doesn't. I don't know where (laughs) he heard that exactly. On the topic of the sandwiches, I believe the bagel is too heavy and you can't go wrong with an imperialist muffin. We don't call them English muffins because fuck the English. (laughs) A hard (laughs) stance to take. Just for the record, that's uh, Kieran talking. That's not the opinions and views of us here at Two Sides of the Story. <laughs> I'm guessing it's the Irish. Okay. Uh, for an egg sandwich. Oh, so you don't put mustard in your fried egg sandwich? Question mark. What is wrong with you? So something weird about him. I'll just add in before I continue reading this. He fucking eats mustard with his eggs. I don't. There's other people out there. I've heard of it happening more than once, but that's fucking weird, and I don't condone that. The only time I've ever seen mustard in eggs. You ever see the movie uncle buck yes 
You know the opening scene when Macaulay Culkin sees him for the first time and he's making eggs? Okay. When he's making the eggs, he's spraying mustard into the pan. Huh. And that is the only other time I've ever heard of anyone well, having that mustard. That must be eggs. something then. Maybe Karen's mom got him into it, but he hates ketchup on eggs, but he loves mustard. Sure. And like I said, I've seen a few others. Anyways, let me continue. So what is wrong with you? That's weird. Oh, so to touch base on talk show hosts, have you guys ever watched John Oliver's weekly show? That guy is the funniest dude on late night talk television. Have you ever watched him? Are you asking me now? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of his. I don't think, like, but a lot of his, like, pieces are fucking depressing, and he puts, like, a comedic spin on it. So, like, I wouldn't say that it's the funniest thing on television. I like his big leaps, and when he does a season finale, he'll do shit. Like, he'll blow something up, or he'll make us, like, he'll do something big in that fashion. Um, but, like, when it comes to me, like, I do think Conan's a fucking genius, and you're more of a Jimmy Kimmel guy. Yeah. I'd say yeah. so. I like a, but, some of the bits that he does on yeah. that show for sure. But, but like, we can't like, no, I don't knock John Oliver. There's a reason why he's won like an Emmy for like the last five years. I got to say, I've never really watched him. I think I've seen him maybe like once or twice just by accident for in passing. I've never given him the time of day. How do you yeah, watch something by accident? Yeah. Uh, you just watch something else and then it ends and you're distracted and then something else is on it and you accidentally watch what's on. Okay, I'll, I'll give that to you. It's, it's, you. it's odd, but I'll give it to How you. How I refer to it, I accidentally watch shit sometimes. It just yeah. happens. So he continues. Uh, he goes to crazy lengths to make a joke, like the time he ordered to donate, or the, uh, the sorry, getting tongue twisted here, like the time he offered to donate a bunch of money to a small town if they changed their name to their sewage plant to the John Oliver Waste Treatment Plant. Last thing I'd like to add is I can't wait for our trip to Montreal. It's going to be great. Anyways, keep up the good work, home slices. Love your dearest, Kieran Hamilton. Kieran's going to Montreal? No, but <laughs> see, in the last podcast or two podcasts ago, you said about how the time that I come to Montreal, I'll be coming with you and we'll make it like a bros weekend and fucking have fun. So that is Kieran inviting himself into our Montreal trip. Oh, that son of a bitch that's not yeah. even planned but was just lightly discussed because he's like i need to be a part of it he's like i was there for star wars i was there for this i was there for that i want to <laughs> be a part of it guys please let me play too i want to play he's like the kid brother of just like, like it's the reason why there's two sweepers and curling like that's my theory on it it's just like someone's little brother had to come with him are we guys going to go do well we're going to go curling bring your brother i'm like we have enough guys like we can't like bring your fucking brother yeah. and you're just like fine you can sweep too and it's yeah. just that i think it's pretty much what you're you're hitting the nail on the head there yeah. <laughs> were you like that was that like like your life with like josh or jen you're like josh where are you going i'm going to the mall well bring sean with you there was definitely a time for that because of the age gap but then like I, yeah i'd say that's the case they had to watch me like i've told you this in the past like some of the ways they tortured me like throwing pretending to throw bugs on me or telling me the neighbor's dog was going to kill me you know just usual torture your little brother so he doesn't want to hang out with you stuff and you know i'd run in the house crying being five years old and then yeah. they'd get in a light trouble because they were dicks to me and then my favorite thing to do is tell kids that something spicy when it clearly isn't spicy because then they want nothing to do with it yeah i like doing that too yeah no you don't like it spicy calling everything chicken so that they'll eat it because they like chicken no you want this it's chicken yeah it's fucking chicken yeah yeah it's definitely a good one 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's the email from Kieran. I, I don't know how to react to Kieran's email, mostly because um, it's all over the place. I do want to address the mustard on eggs. The fuck? Um, <laughs> what? Like, I like mustard as much as the next guy. I think it's like the best condiment. And the, like, honestly, I think it's superior to ketchup in my personal yeah, opinion. He feels the same way. But I have lines. Like, I wouldn't put mayo on a fucking hot dog or a hamburger, but I'll put mayo on a fried egg sandwich because it's like peanut butter and jelly. It's like spaghetti and meatballs. There's things that just go well together. I would never put mayo on an egg sandwich. That's fucking weird. Have you never had this before? Are you talking like egg salad? No, I'm talking about like a fried you put egg. mayo and egg salad. I've never had mayo on an egg sandwich that I know of because that's fucking weird. I think you should give it a try because I think it will change the game. I'll try it. that if you try mustard. Do you, do you have it with mustard? Be honest with me right now. Do no, do I don't. That? Fuck that. I've tried yeah. it, though. I have tried it. And? It's tastes like mustard with egg. Yeah, like, I I don't know. If it doesn't boost up the flavor, like, that's not a cool thing to me. Yeah. Like, okay, see, a- like, I'll add to this. If I could put Keen's mustard, you know, like the spicy mustard, yeah. that might be a little different. I would consider that. I think putting mustard anywhere near eggs is an outlandish fucking thing. It is to me as well outlandish. Yeah. I prefer ketchup on yeah. eggs. I actually won't eat eggs if I don't have ketchup for the most part, unless yeah. it's like eggs Benny where there's hollandaise. I don't need the ketchup then. But. Yeah, no, but I don't even put egg. Uh, like the only time mayo comes near my eggs is if it's on a fried egg sandwich. It's the only time. Yeah. Or unless I'm having an egg salad sandwich because that's how you make those. Yeah. But like, no, man, it's either salt and pepper and a little bit of hot sauce or just as is. I'm super not into egg salad. No. Every well, once in a while, I'll get a hankering for one. Yeah. And then I'll go like three years. Yeah, that's fair. Do you like, like whenever I watch the 40-year-old virgin and he goes like, you know that scene? He goes like, you know, I was really craving an egg salad sandwich. And yeah. I was just like, I went out and got all the accoutrement and then I made everything. And then wouldn't you know it? I forgot to get bread. He was like, that's <laughs> a real fucking cool story, man. Yeah, I remember that exact scene, yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I. What about tuna melts? Are you into that shit? I've never had one. No, it's pretty decent. Like I'm not saying I love them, but it's really good. Sandwich. Like it's pretty good sandwich. Yeah. Um. It's. Um. I like tuna at home. I've never gone out of my way to have a tuna melt. Not because of lack of like I'm not weirded out by it at all. Like yeah. I like a tuna sandwich. It's just it's on my top of the list. If, if I'm gonna go pay for a sandwich. Yeah, I agree. I got like, one. I'm like, not gonna go to a Jewish deli and get a tuna melt. It's not. There's no, so much. For sure. There's better stuff on the menu by far. The and first like, and only. Oh, sorry. Continue. And Kieran's comment about the bagel being too heavy. See a Montreal bagel, man. You're gonna. It's different from what you're accustomed to. <laughs> His response to that is, "We can try them on the trip." I yeah, know that because yeah, yeah, Kieran, we'll, we'll meet you there, man. We'll meet you in the, <laughs> we'll meet you by the big tree on St. Catherine, and then we'll just go from there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. What else? Is there anything else we need to address in the like topsy turvy curvy email? I think we pretty much nailed it all. Like you said, that we it in fact was not the highest ranked. Um, yeah. He yeah. thinks that guy's the funniest. Oh yeah, mustard he, on eggs. Did, is English. It, is, Do you know much about Irish English history? Not enough. No, 
I know quite a bit due to being around. I, I know that the English are dicks and yeah, some parts of Ireland do not like them. And then yeah. the reason why like Northern Ireland is separate, right? Yeah. The Republic of Ireland is the south of Ireland and uh, Northern Ireland is the top. Which one's separate from the UK? Ireland, like the south, the Republic. Okay. So anyway, I know like that kind of stuff. Um I do want to address one thing. I kind of feel bad for Andrea. Is it weird that she's going to have to compete for uh, being like number two of Kieran's love of his life? Because like, I think no one loves Kieran the way Kieran loves Kieran. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's learned to live with it, I think. Yeah, like I go like his, his top loves must be like Kieran, you, his son. <laughs> or maybe, maybe his son slightly above. Yeah, he should be above me. Yeah. And then Andrea is somewhere in the mix. I'm <laughs> sorry if Andrea is listening to the podcast. I don't know you at all. So I'm just fucking around here. But I just do this for the last. But I'm pretty sure Kieran's the kind of guy that looks himself in the mirror when he goes to masturbate. <laughs> Possible. You never know. Um... Yeah, uh, that's my best buddy. It's my yeah. best buddy. He's a real fucking character, man. I love he it. He is. There's Wait never back. ending character, that's for sure. Wait I'll tell you more about the Irish shit, though. We'll have an Irish conversation when he comes on the podcast because a lot to discuss on that front. It's oh, an interesting, okay. very colorful history. Are we inviting him back? Uh, well, I'm sure <laughs> it's going to happen one day. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. It was funny, too, because, like, you know, the first time for us even being on our own podcast you're you're deer in the headlights a little bit he was like fucking nervous as shit and it's funny like you know yeah, but he found time. his groove a little bit like later like mid 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 podcast yeah like, i threw him off too because i was like shut the fuck up over something he said and then he was like afterwards like watching everything he said he's like i want to fucking come and just like talk shit for an hour and a half and tell everybody all your bullshit <laughs> no, exactly. and eventually we'll get on the podcast, but you know when that guy has a free minute it doesn't it, it rarely happens i think like our best bet is if like we both took a day off work during a weekday and then had to wake up early in the morning in between like 9 and 11 a.m eastern standard time so whatever that would be for us that is the sweet spot to get Marty. Sounds like a lot of work. What the fuck, Marty? Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> pain in the ass, and I don't want to do it. But like, I like that make, our friends it would are make like for a really good episode, though. One of our friends' best friends is overbearing, and the other one is completely underbearing. Yeah, it's like a pain what in the, the ass. fuck, guys? Somewhere then, in the like, middle would be nice. Like I'll know, like I'll know he listens to the podcast because he'll just text me and be like, "You forgot Tom from Tom and Jerry." I'm like, "Yo, go fuck yourself." Be on the podcast. <laughs> that's funny. No, it's fun having guests. It's fun to interview people. That's for sure. Oh no, it's a good time. Like when we had, like we we've already recorded Deanna. And we were saving it for when we're both busy. Yeah, but like that was a fun podcast, and yeah, uh, we've already spoken to him. We're gonna get Paul up on here, and on like a matter of days now, that would be really good too. Yeah, definitely. So, adding extra sides to the story is always fun. A hundred percent. Paul texted me like before when, when I was out and about after the draft. 
and he wanted to know what this week's pod was about. And I was like, probably the draft and a lot of Star Trek, to be honest with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, uh, like, meeting him, like, just through the draft and you yeah. being like, hey, uh, Sean, this is your cousin Paul. Hey, Paul, this is your cousin Sean. And we're like, hey, man. Like, and, yeah. But there's, like, fucking all the other guys in the group. Be fair, no one watching. else acknowledged that, eh? Do you know this? Well, John did, I think. I don't know. Someone, but they just noticed it. It's like, I don't think they understood the complexity of like, oh, hey, literally these two cousins who share the last same last name are meeting yeah. right now for the first time. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get a group chat going for that, for the uh, hockey pool going. Yeah. And like, get involved in that. Talk some shit. Like once like McDavid gets some points it'd be like, fuck. Yeah. McDavid. <laughs> I or, saw like- a post today that like I literally was thinking I would send this to the like WhatsApp if we had one Yeah, that was showed. Do you think McDavid's going to get more than 150 points? And I was going to send it to the group chat and say, I think he's going to get 200. Fuck you guys. or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be unreal, man. Yeah. It's I'm excited for the hockey season. It's going to be good. I hope. Oh, Did you see be- that Cassian shit for the Oilers? Yeah. yeah that was tough well. fall. Yeah. And then good on the fucking uh, Vancouver guy for telling him to get help. Yeah, he called right away. He knew that's yeah good uh, sportsmanship, right? Uh, you can always respect that in those situations. I do, I do. Like it's hard for me to watch preseason hockey, mostly because like, okay, like we're gonna watch these teams suck for like a little bit. You're not yeah. watching, uh, you're not watching peak hockey, right? I do like to see like the development and the players that you like think might be ready. The players that aren't ready when you get to really see them up against yeah. a little bit stiffer competition. It's fun, but I yeah. know what you're saying for sure. No, exactly. And it's, it's going to be, I don't know. It's going to be a fun season and it's a good, it's a good group of guys. Like you saw in the draft that we were already chirping one another right away. Yeah. So, like, everybody seemed really solid, which is nice. Like all the guys I didn't know, I, they all seem like pretty solid dudes. Well, to be fair, you didn't know anybody except for like John and myself. Yeah, that's true. And you knew of Paul. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that's true. That's all. But like you know, it was a good group of guys. Like we had like Hogan picking someone that's already been picked for every pick he had. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, it's fucking hard to like. We were. I feel like we made great time and we motored through it. So it was hard to like. You miss one or two, right? Mm-hmm. I was worried that was going to be like really time consuming too. Just like, all right, guys, like, let's fucking get to it. Yeah, everyone came to play, which is yeah. nice. So I think it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun pool, and I hope you guys like stick with it because it's only going to grow and it's only going to be more awesome. Yeah. What do you mean by stick with it? Like, um, like next season, the season after that. You're so cute that like you're already planning out the future years of the pool and it's hasn't even really begun yet. We just well, it's year two of this pool, man. Fuck you. Yeah. This is year two. We've well, already, I'm just saying, like we just tripled our numbers, and you're like, I can't wait for next year. It's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> no, we've already tripled our numbers. I like man. it. I'll be there. Hey, I'll yeah. be there. That's all I want to hear you say. Don't make fun of me <laughs> for having like joy. <laughs> I like the joy. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's worth pointing out the boisterous joy that come out of people, yeah. even if it slightly embarrasses them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking eight, yeah. So I've had like my, my first couple shifts at work, and um it's getting back into the swing of things, but holy fuck, I miss doing this job. Like it it's hard to like find a good paying job of something you like doing, but yeah. like this is a job I like doing. Like that's you're cool, man. Like I work with planes and all that stuff. Like I work in aviation on the ground, uh, like the ground operations. 
and I don't give a fuck about planes. If someone went like, look, that's an MD-11, I'd be like, that's fucking great. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I like what I do. Like, you're doing something, you're physical, you're outside on a beautiful day. The people that work in aviation are some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, I'm just happy to be fucking back at it. Do you be have like, to, like, unload planes in the shitty weather? And, like, is it all outside work 100 oh, percent um, unless you're in the back room getting everything organized for the on like the uh the inbound flights i'm oh, sorry the outbound flights and then yeah you're pretty much outside which is like rough in vancouver because i'm pretty sure since i've been here it's rained every day oh jesus that's like intense. it's raining now it's gonna rain later it's gonna rain tomorrow like <laughs> i think we've had like three nice days fuck it's crazy like in the last couple of weeks here in edmonton it's fucking cold in the mornings cold in the evenings but it's beautiful yeah. fall days during the days like the zero rain it's been fucking cold nice. mornings I, I i fucking love um and cold nights whatever i'll get i i can get a fucking hoodie i don't give a fuck about that but yeah like i'm looking at weather right now and it's raining now until like later tonight then it's gonna be fucking blistery and windy tomorrow and then Jeez. it's gonna be sunny and cloudy on monday and then rain for a fucking week <laughs> fuck like i can't That's wait tough. i can't wait for the transfer because like i can deal with cold cold yeah. you just you know you get wool socks you get long johns you get an extra fucking make sure you wear gloves and a fucking toque and good jacket like i can deal with that yeah all about layers can i ask a question here i'm really confused though isn't pei just as rainy as vancouver from what i'm told no it's not Okay, I thought because it's a coastal city, like yeah. I know, like Nova Scotia, Newfoundland can be very rainy. You know what? Maybe I'm just setting myself up for more hurt. Sorry, I'm just asking. I, I was confused because I thought, like, with a, a lot of people, thought Newfoundland was like small Ireland because, and like I've heard people say that Ireland it fucking rains all the time in Ireland as well. Yeah, but no, it rains all the goddamn always here. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't. From what I can see, it doesn't rain a whole bunch in. Yeah. Sorry, I was just curious. I didn't know. To be fair, like, but again, I'm going into it blind. And like, people warn me about Vancouver. Like, oh, I hope you like rain because it rains a lot in Vancouver. Yeah, like, yeah. Who, I don't mind the rain. The rain, the <laughs> rain's never bothered me. Some of my best football games I've ever played were in the rain. And then you go 40 days straight of fucking raining, and you're just what the fuck? Can you please <laughs> too just much. stop it. You're I'm like, so, I just want to be dry. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough for damn sure. Yeah. So. That's my little rant about Vancouver. That was a good rant. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. You gotta make the best of it, right? So I'm gonna You got do- any big like Thanksgiving go-ons? Um, I'm invited to so the, the buddy who's got me uh set up in his house there inviting me to his mother's place uh tomorrow, which I'm down to go to, but if I'm not feeling better, I'm not going. Well, Makes sense. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I have a, I have a cold. I, if I if I'm gonna take one more day of in bed, then I'll take it. Like, appreciate the invite, but I'm not gonna get anybody else sick on 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 like their account, right? And my buddy's yeah. been a fucking rock star. Like, he went out of his way to get me like uh some soup, and he went out of his way to get me this like uh cold kicker juice and all this stuff. The guy's been a fucking rock star, and his wife has been even nicer. She had like. Some day day Nyquil hanging hanging out, and she just gave it to me. Like fuck, that's awesome. there's some wonderful people that have uh, that have been taking me in, and I'm super fucking grateful. Yeah, no kidding, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's been pretty good. 
Excellent. Eh? Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing nothing crazy for Thanksgiving this year. Sometimes we do the full spread, but with the way the shit is with COVID right now, and it's just best not to do anything huge. So, yeah, I guess. Eh? You guys have like like limitations on how many people can be over and stuff. Yeah, I think they brought it up. I honestly didn't like hear what it was because I knew I wasn't planning on doing anything anyways, so it wouldn't affect me. But I think there's like big time, uh, like you have to be, I think you can have like two families vaccinated in the same house and some something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't and, know. and what about the rest of your family? Like I know you say that your dad and Doreen are going they out. They went up town. north. Yeah. yeah. And what about uh, your brother and your sister. I don't know what Josh is doing. I haven't talked to him. And I think Jen was just going to do something with her boys. Okay. Like nothing. No one's got anything crazy going on. I saw Jen today. I was telling you there. She brought yeah. her. She got a in. I want to say two Januaries ago now. Yeah. Because Penny's like a year and a half. She got a golden retriever puppy, as you may or may not know. Mm-hmm. And so she brought Penny over today to play with our dogs. It was pretty fucking fun to see him running around. Nice, man. Like, see. If that was the case, if you knew they weren't doing anything, like if it were me, I'd just be like, let's all do something together. Like, Yeah. Well, sometimes we do. Like, I don't know. This year, we're, we don't mind keeping it low-key right now, especially like we haven't had a lot of alone time, right? Me and Crystal and Jean's in Saskatchewan right now. Yeah, so we're like, it's just a... John in for like a month and a half too, right? Yeah, like five months or whatever it was, four months. Oh, I was so way off. <laughs> it was a long, pretty long ass time. So we're just enjoying each other's company. And sometimes that means just sitting there on our phones and not even fucking talking because it's just, you don't have to entertain anyone. There's no other personalities in the room and we're both like chill as can be and happy, you know? So So yeah, no. So you're going to be busy this weekend. Yeah. Busy this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, good times, man. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Like, I usually like love Thanksgiving. Like when I lived in Montreal, we do like, like it'd be, we, we'd all find out when our family Thanksgiving was and then we would do like a Friendsgiving as well. So we'd all like get together and then do a thing. Sweet. I haven't done anything like that in a few years now, but you know, yeah, like- I'm the same way with a lot of that. One thing I usually do too, which should be talked about is making the famous turkey nachos the next day with leftover turkey. Me and Kieran, when, when, yeah, me and Kieran, when we were roommates, we used to like get our family to give us turkey to bring home, being the single guys, and we'd pull it together from two different turkeys, and then chop that shit up and fry it with like a lot of garlic and a lot of hot sauces, and just make it like the spiciest fucking turkey you could ever eat in your life, and then put that on nachos, put a bunch of cheese on it, bake it in the oven for the next day's dinner. Fucking tradition, right there. That's not bad, man. I see for me, like I love the leftover turkey sandwich. You know, oh yeah, you know, like you do a little bit of mayo, cranberry sauce, a little bit of leftover stuffing, uh, the turkey, and if you have some, a little bit of leftover gravy. Oh. Cranberry sauce, not so much, but everything else that's delicious. You don't like cranberry sauce? Eh, I can take it or leave it. I'm not not on a sandwich. Like that's fucking weird. I just me. like the combo of the cranberry sauce and mayo. It's like a one-two punch of flavor. Okay. I can see it like I get that because like cranberries and salads is a really nice contrast sometimes right yeah so like I'll take what like whatever leftovers are from the meal and I'll just add it to the sandwich that's fair that's delicious I do that I make like a stir fry like that sometimes nice you throw it all in a pan and just fry the fuck out of it and then eat it yeah that's not bad delicious too you need gravy for that one for damn sure though yeah yeah no that makes sense to me 
Yeah, Thanksgiving shit's delicious. I'm we're eating ham this year, which is also good. But mm-hmm. Crystal does like this special way of doing it, where you kind of like make a, a bunch of slices in the ham and then cook it in like a balsamic vinegar type honey situation. Mm-hmm. No, really no, fucking good. Yeah, it sounds awesome, man. Yeah, nothing too crazy other than that. No, yeah, nothing like a holiday ham. Fuck yeah! Oh, right on, man. No. Yeah, so yeah, this is like going to be like the most taint in Thanksgiving. I think I guess we both had for years. So this won't be the uh, two sides of the story Thanksgiving special that uh, <laughs> that would be imagined. Yeah, we'll you, save that one up for next. Do you year. ever watch like football on Thanksgiving? Like the no, Super Bowl has some usually some good classic games. Not really my cup of tea anymore. I don't don't do the football much. No. That's too bad. When I was a kid, they used to schedule like the football games for the Thanksgiving Monday, so you can yeah. like, have the tradition kind of going on. So that was a thing I used to do when I was a wee lad. Nice. Holiday traditions are awesome. Like yeah. I really like that. Christmas is mine. You know what I mean? That's the one where we'll get into that. Like we've talked about, we'll have a couple Christmas episodes all season, basically. Yeah, man. Just give it like two months. Just relax. I'm fucking excited. <laughs> We've been garage sale on like tail end of the year lately, and we've added like a couple additions to our collection. So it's been fucking sick lately. Some good scores. Nice, buddy. Yep. Happy, to, happy to hear it, man. Like I love like having like different kinds of Christmases and stuff. Like I don't know what I'm doing this year yet because like I gotta figure out where I'm gonna be in the coming months, and then I'm gonna have to figure out if I'm working or not because like the airport is still like there's still flights on christmas day and stuff busy season right yeah so i don't know maybe i'll fly to edmonton and if not i'll have a quiet christmas and then just ship out gifts like i normally do makes sense but either way things will be figured out makes sense man yeah, so it's a little ways away, like you said. Exactly. I don't even know what my plan is. I'm not getting. A, I'm not going to get ahead of myself <laughs> on this podcast, Sean. You got a little hyped about it there. No, no, no. I, I don't. Know know do. Not for you. Not for anybody. We're in Thanksgiving. <laughs> we haven't even had Halloween yet. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, have you gotten into your horror movies like you said you wanted to do? Yeah, actually, I, Crystal had never seen From Dusk Till Dawn. Great so fucking movie. I got her to watch it. She thought it was kind of dumb. Because, like, it's two different movies, right? The first half is, like, gangster bank robber. It's not at all what you think it's going to be. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, vampires everywhere. And it's, like, it doesn't quite hold up to the terrifying level of, like, it's goofy. You know what I like? She was, like, she was, like, it was okay for my benefit. But I think she was, like, it's kind of dumb. It's so imaginative. Like, that's what I like about it. It's, yeah. Because, like, you got these two brothers on the fucking run (laughs) from the law kidnapping this family so they can get to mexico and once they get to mexico they're like all right we're gonna meet here and then lo and behold it's a fucking vampire lair like yeah. what the fuck is happening in this once movie? you pull up and like cheech marin is there you like kind of lose half the audience sometimes cheech marin that. is in that movie three times i'm just talking when they pull up and he's like doing his rant you know what i mean you lose yeah. half the audience at that point of the movie sometimes <laughs> yeah it's and then rough. you got like Danny Trejo, fucking yeah. um, Sama Hayek. Like you get some of like the best of like yeah. Latina. I love Latino the movie. America. I did distant. I'm just saying it was not. And then we yeah. watched the first Fear Street movie. How'd you like it? It was pretty good. Like it had its moments. It wasn't 
like as scary as I expected it to be. Like I thought it'd be but, a little but, bit see, scarier. I told, uh, but see, yeah, that's what I told you going in though. Like it's not scary. It's fun. No. It's and fun, you can yeah. tell it's like made for teenagers, but there's also like the edge of harshness to it a little bit, like for adults, which is yeah. It was a good watch. I didn't mind it. It was. I thought I thought it was a fun like, and the whole series, man. Once you get into the second and the third, like it's a good, well-rounded out. Are story. they called like Fear Street Part Two and Three, or is it? Oh, different? it's uh, so it's like Fear Street nineteen eighty four. Okay. Or different like dates. it's like Fear Street nineteen ninety four. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They the preview. Fear Street eighteen ninety two or some shit like that. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure I have my dates wrong, and someone's gonna. <laughs> Come into the podcast and go. Technically, these are the dates, and I apologize. Yeah. I just don't have it in front of me. And yeah, no, I'm those, excited to check out the other ones too. First one was good. Yeah, they're fun movies, man. They're really fun movies. Um, I would also like go deep dive on like classics, man. Go Halloween. Halloween's amazing. I might watch yeah. that later. I can't. Um, uh, I've watched it so much. Like, I I don't know. I think Crystal's seen the Halloweens, but not in order. Have you seen the Rob Zombie ones? Oh yeah, I own both of them on DVD. Yeah. They were good. Or um, like, or you can go to the Chucky movies. The Chucky's like what their Child's Play originally. Yeah, like those are awesome. Even the remake I thought was pretty cool too. Like it took like, it was like Chucky meets Toy Soldiers or Small Soldiers. You ever see that movie, Small Soldiers? Yeah, I have that. I am Archer, emissary of the Golconites. There's a lot of really, really good uh, horror movies like the classics. And I, we have a couple movie channels that have been cycling through them. And so mm-hmm. I've been recording them as I've seen them come up. Stand By Me was actually on it. And Crystal's never seen that either. And I was like, well, we've talked about it on the podcast enough. I think that yeah. you should probably see it. Yeah, but so, I wouldn't call that a horror movie. It's right? not. It's not yeah. a horror movie, but I just mentioned it. It's a nice coming of age tale. Yeah, I was just figuring it was on there at the same time. So it was because like, of Stephen King doesn't mean it's horror. You taught me that. Yeah, that's true. I want to get her like get her into some of the Stephen King movies too, like the like the It movies are unbelievable. Yeah, Dolores Claiborne. Yeah, uh, that's Carrie, fucking scary. Carrie's awesome. Yeah, Carrie's um, great. Yeah, you know what else Carrie. is good is Silver Bullet. It's one of like the greatest werewolf movies I've ever seen. When was that made? I don't. It's an eighties movie. Know. It has like a yeah. It was like Gary Busey when he was considered handsome. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I must have seen it, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm doing okay. I got a couple couple horror movies in. Yeah. The problem, is, I think, with horror movies is, like, the rewatch of them is just, you know what's happening. And a lot of it's, like, the scare, right? Yeah. And some of these movies, it'll be, like, the fourth or fifth time I've seen it personally. So yeah. it's even harder to, like, get into it. But yeah. when you're showing someone something they haven't seen for the See, first that's time, fun. it's fun, right? Yeah. So you can like relive it through the first time. No, exactly. So you get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There'll be some good ones. Do you know what you're going to go with next? Uh, I don't off the top of my head. I'm just going to kind of look and see what was out there easily available. But there's so many like sometimes I'll go right back to an early classic or jump to like a modern one that I haven't seen too because there's a lot of newer ones that I haven't, I'm not in the up and up on yet. Right. Yeah. So. No, for sure. It's good to catch up and catch different genres, and you never know when you're going to find a like fantastic movie. That's the fun of like watching movies, right? No, exactly, right. And, and like, there's always like the fun of just that that you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Those kind of yeah, movies. the roller coaster rides. I would love to do another Final Destination run. They're more of like a suspense thriller, but they're kind of horror yeah. too. You know what? I, I've never seen those. Really, they're good. I like the setup of it all and like the idea of fate 
escaping yeah. fate and the idea of fate they really touch on some good points with all that so they're fun movies to watch awesome man yeah i'm trying to figure out like what horror movie i should watch like tonight and stuff because i i personally i've been daily dallying and all that stuff i'm a big yeah. guy on all the like george a romero zombie movies but i've just watched them all so many times like the original night of the living dead is a classic like it's yeah. still awesome but there's a lot that uh, I've just watched too many times. Like I said, I've seen it yeah. all when I was a kid. I fucking deep dove on all horror movies. So it's hard to it's hard to find a movie like a horror movie that isn't a B movie. Yeah. But when you do, they're fucking incredible. Yeah, there's some good ones for sure. I liked uh, Amityville horrors, especially. Was it the Ryan Reynolds one, the newest one? Yeah. Or did they make one after that? I'm sure they made one after because they always make more. Yeah, there, but, there was a pretty good ghost story kind of idea. They were scary yeah. as a kid. Yeah, um, Thirteen Ghosts was always fun. Yeah, that one's okay. I thought that was more of a comedy. It was goofy. Yeah. See, yeah, you're absolutely right. It was a little bit more of on the goofy side of things. Just the unbelievable like actor ship in it, like yeah. overdoing it a bit too. I thought, but yeah, there's it's endless. I'm just yeah. trying to think of like I haven't watched The Nightmare Before Christmas since I was like maybe ten years old. Yeah, but that's only acceptable to watch on like November first. Is it okay? I don't know the rules for that one. Well, like here's here's my rationale: is that it's technically not a horror, right? It's Halloween people getting ready for Christmas. It's it's not like okay. it's not it's not like if it wasn't in Halloween Town, it would have nothing to do with Halloween. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know the rules of it because I like watched it back then and thought it was stupid. I always thought it was a Halloween movie. It'd be fun to watch. Like I same with Rocky Horror Picture. I don't know that I've seen that ever from start to finish. So yeah. might be fun to like go to something like that. Rocky Horror Picture is a fun movie. It's also super fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. Like um, right now, I'm looking up like horror movies on my Amazon Prime, and I'm looking up like thrills and chills, and yeah. then like they fuck up their algorithm because somehow the cobbler is on here, <laughs> like that Adam Sandler shoe yeah, movie. That's weird. And then they, there's like Family Fun, and The Shining comes up. That's like a fun. That's a hilarious fucking joke. <laughs> the Shining was a decent horror movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, there's there's plenty of good options. Um, there's Poltergeist, there's a lot of fucking classics. Jen told me she made the boys watch Poltergeist recently, and they were like, This movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, because of the graphics, right? You have if you can't, accept, yeah, like you know, you know what I mean. Well, she sold it as like the scariest movie I saw when I was a child, and then they watched it and were like, This yeah. is silly because it's 80s movie, right. Yeah, where where do you uh, stand on like the Saw movies? Ah, uh, they're stupid. I don't know. They're like terror movies and shit like that. But I just cool. don't find it practical. Like that old guy, he doesn't yeah. look like anything special. Like anybody couldn't have fucked him up along the way. I don't know. I think the first one kind of defined the genre, and then they got yeah. played to death. For sure, I don't hate them. Like they were like, worth if you the kept watch. It at, if you kept it at one, I think we, I think we have like a great fucking movie. But because we. Yeah. Made- 83 of them yeah exactly things like that just get overplayed and it is what it is the same can be true with jason and freddie and all those guys They're like yeah 
Speaking of uh, J- Freddy and Jason, uh, Friday the 13th is finally back like to its original writers or like the the rights have gone back to writers. So right. that, that movie, like we'll be seeing a, a new Friday the 13th in the future. Interesting. That could be an interesting watch. Yeah. So Yeah, horror movies are fun, but it's definitely the time of the, of the year to watch them, that's for sure. Yeah, so... It's it's a good time. I, I'm actually a big on um I'm a big on like the horror comedy. Yeah, so um, example Disney Plus, you can watch this movie called Hide and Seek. Uh sorry, Ready or Not. And it's phenomenal. Okay. The premise is this family that owns the rights to like various board games. So like essentially Milton Bradley's family. Yeah. The reason that like, they have this fortune is they made a deal with this spirit. And on the day of, of the night of a wedding, they have to play a game all together, but they have to let fate decide. So if it's anything but hide and seek, they just play that game. But right. hide and seek means you got to kill the fucking bride or the groom, whoever marries into the family. Okay. And they have to hide until sun up. And then, and if they, if they outlast the family, and then the ghost comes back and gets revenge. But then you also don't know if it's true or not the whole time. So like it's like you're <laughs> watching different. Like, what the fuck is happening. It's a really cool movie. It stars the the check the place, the babysitter and the babysitter. Do you ever watch that? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, the babysitter, babysitter two on Netflix, man. Those those are a fun watch too. Horror movies? A horror comedy, but there's like it's fun. Like it okay. like you'll jump at parts and then you'll like there's something to be appreciated. Interesting. And then there's like they'll have Star Trek references in there in there that you'll appreciate. Interesting. Worth checking out, perhaps. Oh, hundred percent. So cool yeah. man. Yeah, man. I think that wraps it up for this week. I don't know about you. I suppose so. Yeah, I'm still a bit under the weather, so I'm happy to like not talk for like a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get some fucking rest. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, um, unless you have anything you want to add to the Podcast. nothing much uh happy thanksgiving everyone yeah uh, happy thanksgiving. for all of our listeners yeah happy thanksgiving everybody uh mystery writer we miss you i, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, come on we, back yeah like do we say anything wrong uh you know come on back and like we were serious about that t-shirt thing whatever <laughs> but, that's uh, awesome yeah yeah all, all right, right so for those of us uh here at two sides story that's been two sides story this week i'm tom sides and that has been one side of the story And I'm Sean Sides, and that's been another side of the story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Happy Thanksgiving. Story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.